From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Jumper from the left baseline is good. And Alyssa gives the Bears a seven-point lead. Matching their biggest of the day, 57-50 with 2.50 to play. Oh, uh, it was kind of a mindset like we're not going to lose this game. Like, we, we worked way too hard like to lose that game. So I just knew I had to do what I had to do, you know, get the team together. We all had the same goal, so you know, I just went out and executed. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I'm really proud of the resilience of this group. Um, we obviously don't have a lot of depth, um, and you know, we, we, we went into those games with nothing but two walkthroughs. We have not practiced since Tuesday. Um, and so, you know, we've got to give them a day off tomorrow. We just need we need to. We need them off their legs um, because we've got another big game on Wednesday. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. 12-28 to play. 25-point lead. Ball stolen away by Bonner. Up the floor to Brown. Left-hand layup is good by Kendall Brown. Yeah, good pass by Bonner again there, but Brown in the open floor like that, he is so graceful, he's so athletic, uh, he's going to finish. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. Beautiful day weather-wise in Central Texas. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm with the call. Baylor women back-to-back wins over Texas Friday and Sunday. We'll talk about that. And you heard from uh, Nalissa Smith had a big game yesterday. Her 15th double-double of the year, 28 points and 13 rebounds for the All-American Nalissa Smith. Then a highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Yeah, from Saturday. Uh, Baylor in Kansas Saturday in Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, that one clip really uh, accentuates the greatness of Pat Nunley. You know, we're calling the game. Baylor's down by 25, trailed by as much as 34. And here Pat pulls out a, a positive nugget, you know, talking about Kendall Brown. So Way to go, Pat. Pat is absolutely the best <laughs> at what he does. And we needed it. We needed every bit of that on Saturday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris from our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. And uh, Aaron, I think you had the uh, dubious honor of running that game for us on Saturday. Uh, what'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> the way Kansas uh, took it to Baylor. Well, there there wasn't a lot of drama. <laughs> I yeah, mean, they they got point. out what yeah. twelve to two and never looked back. I mean, it was, and you could tell. I mean, it was a combination of a lot of things. Uh, Kansas State, uh, Kansas State, Kansas was shooting well. They were getting all the loose balls. Uh, they were getting offensive rebounds, and they just dominated in the paint and on the fast break. And uh, it was that that game was never in question. It was not fun if you're a yeah. Baylor fan, which I am, obviously. 
Exactly. And and it happened quick, too, didn't it? Like you said, Baylor scored the first bucket, so leading 2 nothing, And then, blink of an eye, Kansas is up 12-2. And like you said, they never looked back from that point. Yeah, Baylor just could never make a run. Every time they'd get a couple of, of shots to fall, if they missed, it was a, you know, one and done, and Kansas on the outlet, fast break, score. I mean, that, that seemed like that was happening the whole game. Um, if it wasn't, they were setting up their their half-court offense and either getting open looks from three or driving layups, you know. I mean, it, was, uh, it wasn't yeah. not taking anything away from the way Kansas played, but it wasn't Baylor's greatest defensive effort um, by far. <laughs> against them and yeah, uh, not even close no right so all you put all those factors together you know and that's how you get a 25 point blowout loss on the road which is easy to happen at kansas yeah once it starts rolling downhill yeah it's hard to stop it <laughs> exactly in that building and they were uh, they had their 331st consecutive sellout saturday that's amazing, and the crowd is always into it. And also, I think another factor was Kansas, one week before, their previous home game had been literally embarrassed by Kentucky. You know, Kentucky beat them by 18, and then they played on the road and beat Iowa State, but this was their next home game there. And, and I think Baylor kind of drew, you know, some of the, the, the uh, you know, uh, bounce back from Kansas playing their next home game after losing so badly to Kentucky one week before. Yeah, they definitely uh, ran, so I think into, that was... ran into a, probably a pretty mad Kansas team. To lose like that and to lose yeah. like that at home, it just <laughs> never happens. I mean, I would, I was, I wish I could, I, I'm going to try to find out when's the last, have they ever, when's the last time they lost that, by that much at home? I mean, it has to have been a long time. Oh, ago. yeah, by 18 points yeah. at home. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so that was Saturday. Baylor played without L, without L.J. Cryer. Baylor's guards were 0 for 14 from the floor in the first half. 0 for 14. Didn't have a point from their guards in the first half. Not even a free throw. Uh, a, uh, Adam Flagler got going in the second half. He scored 16 second half points. But you know, Baylor uh, it seemed like to me, you know, was doing some things better in the second half. But uh, the lead kept getting bigger and bigger, even at that. Kansas just playing loose and easy and hitting all their shots. And so uh, 83-59 was the final score. Baylor falls to Kansas. Bears uh, back to Kansas this week. We'll play at Kansas State on Wednesday night. So that won't be easy. Kansas State uh, just beat TCU on Saturday. Uh, great late game run to beat TCU. So that will not be easy for the Bears in Manhattan on Wednesday. All right, let's talk about the Baylor women. What a weekend, what a week uh, it has been already for the Baylor women. Remember, lost to Oklahoma by a point on Wednesday. Uh, that started a stretch of four games in eight days against ranked opponents, and, uh, and games two and three were outstanding. Beat Texas 75-63 on Friday night in the Farrell Center, and then a really tough task to play the same team Two times in three days, and this one, the second one on the road in Austin on Sunday, and all Baylor did was beat Texas again, 63-55 yesterday. Uh, tremendous uh, pair of wins, Aaron, for the Baylor women uh, to knock off Texas in back-to-back -back games. Yeah, it was it was a really great, really great weekend for the Baylor women. Uh, as you said, they got the uh, home win, and they kind of ran away with that one. Um, 
win yesterday, obviously, on the road. They're both impressive wins, but going on the road and uh, Texas held them to 18 points in the first half, and then they just dominated the second half. It was really, really a, a great showing and a great performance by uh, by the Bears yesterday in Austin and Friday night at home. It was a, it was a great weekend for them. Yeah, great, great couple of wins for the Baylor women. Uh, they are now 17 and five. They are seven and three in Big 12 play, and the uh, the run continues. They'll host Kansas State. On Wednesday night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, the men play at Kansas State, the women hosting Kansas State, and uh, Ioka. What's next for the Baylor women? Let's hear from uh, Coach Nikki Collin as they continue this streak of four games in eight days. Got to stay on pace, right? You know? Um, I, I haven't made excuses all season. I don't think we were playing good basketball around COVID. I think COVID hit us harder, um, you know, because of the size, you know, and, and uh, you know, we've, we've played better. I mean, we had a few bad minutes against OU, but we've played really good basketball for the last month. Um, and I've said from the beginning we were going to be better in March than we were in November. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people that just expect us to be perfect, and we're not, and I'm not. And, um, you know, so we have to grow together. Um, but I think every, every time we win a close one, every time, you know, we, we, we follow a game plan and we're successful, I think the belief just keeps growing, you know, that, that we are and believe that, that we can be who we say we can be and who we want to be. You know, it's really easy to say it, but you got to work for it. You got to compete for it. Um, you know, and, and obviously now we need some help, you know, with three losses and two, you know, obviously we control like our ability to go to Iowa State, um, but every game matters for us, you know, I mean, we're not thinking about Iowa State because, you know, Kansas State beat us the last time. So now we got to turn our focus to, you know, what do we do with Ioka Lee? Um, and so, you know, that becomes the next focus. But, you know, we're going to need some help. We need West Virginia to help us yesterday against OU and that, those overtimes. Believe me, we were, we were cheering hard. Um, but, you know, we can only control what we can control at this point, and we want to be playing well when it matters. That is Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin after the win uh, yesterday over Texas. Now it's Kansas State coming in. Baylor uh, actually dropped a spot in the rankings. The loss to Oklahoma, the two wins over Texas, they dropped to number 10. They were ninth last week. Iowa State up two spots to number nine. Oklahoma, huge jump. They are up to uh, 12th in the nation. They were 18th a week ago. Texas falls three spots. They are now 16th. Kansas State just out of the rankings. They were 25th a week ago. And they are uh, would be 26. They're the first team out of the poll this week in the AP uh, women's basketball, college basketball poll. So that is next for uh, Baylor hosting Kansas State on Wednesday. And Aaron, I was noticing this, uh, the stats, the uh, Big 12 women's basketball stats. It's Baylor and, uh, and Kansas State. Ioka Lee having an outstanding uh, uh, season. She had the 61-point game earlier against Oklahoma, a new NCAA record. She is the Big 12's leading scorer. 24.7 points per game is what she is averaging. Second leading scorer in the league, Baylor's Nalissa Smith, 20.8 points per game. Top two rebounders in the Big 12, Nalissa Smith, number one, 11.4 rebounds a game. Number two, Ioka Lee of Kansas State, 10.4 points per game. And uh, field goal for Ioka Lee, number one in the league, 58%. Number two, 
Melissa Smith of Baylor, 54%. So tell me that's not going to be a great matchup. You know, Baylor and K-State, but those two individually, Baylor's Melissa Smith and Aoka Lee of, of uh, Kansas State. Yeah, it's the two best players in the conference going at it. Uh, two players that will almost certainly both be first-team All-Americans at the end of the season. And uh, it should be an interesting game. I know Baylor's going to be highly motivated after the loss to them earlier in the season. So we'll see how it goes. Yep, absolutely. So a lot of fun looking ahead to that. Uh, Coming up a little bit later, we'll visit with King McClure. Uh, King uh, works with ESPN now, uh, is also on uh, Sirius XM, the Big 12 channel, plugged into the Big 12. We'll talk to him about the standings, the Baylor-Kansas game, uh, where things stand as we're at the midpoint of the conference round, Robin. So that'll be fun to visit with former Baylor standout King McClure coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, we'll take a break. Be back with more in a minute. John Morris in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We are brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. Diamore at 4542 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We've got a warm stretch of weather heading our way. Starting with mostly clear skies tonight and lows dropping to 30 degrees. Mostly sunny, warmer tomorrow, 67. And then a weak front moves through on Thursday. No rain, hardly any clouds either. It'll be mostly sunny and 66. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, we are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 This is ESPN Central Texas. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity 
integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Dolphins have agreed to a deal with San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel to make him the next head coach. That means Kellen Moore is likely to stay in Dallas. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara was arrested on a battery charge on Sunday in Las Vegas after being accused of injuring someone at a nightclub on the eve of the Pro Bowl, according to Las Vegas police. Temple junior linebacker Torian York has committed to Baylor. Beta women get the sweep over Texas, beating the Horns 63-55 in Austin yesterday. The Bears will have three games in a row at the Farrell Center starting Wednesday night with Kansas State. UMHB men's and women's basketball both get a win over UT Dallas yesterday and have a quick turnaround with both back in action today at Letourneau University. Women tip at four, followed by the crew at six. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. with us john morris show on this beautiful monday afternoon great weather here in central texas should be uh really all week after the ice and snow we had last week not so much snow but ice for sure aaron uh, uh it uh kept us or kept me from being on with you thursday and friday friday basketball we were traveling to kansas Normally, you just go out to the Waco Regional Airport, hop on the plane, and go from there. Well, it wasn't that easy on Friday because of the ice, and they couldn't clear the run rate, runway well enough. So we had to bust Austin. We bust to Austin on Friday, flew out of there, flew to Topeka, and then got on a bus and took the bus from Topeka to Lawrence. Uh, coming back Saturday night after the game, we had to bus back to Topeka, uh, and then did fly back into Waco on Saturday night, so the runways had cleared here, but added uh, another leg to that trip on Friday, so kind of a long trip getting up there on Friday. I don't think that was a factor at all in the way the Bears played um, because, man, the uh, the preparation was there. The uh, scout uh, report from Coach John Jacobs was spot on. I mean, he told the guys, um, Pat and I were sitting in there. He said, you know, number one, transition points. You can't give up transition buckets, and you can't get beat on the boards, and especially on the offensive glass. And you look at the start of that game, and that's exactly what was happening. You know, Aaron, you mentioned the uh, transition buckets that Kansas got. Um, they were just killers for the Bears and uh, really uh, helped Kansas get off to a fast start. And uh, Baylor never really slowed them up in those two areas. Yeah, it was it was it was not fun to watch or listen to um, at any point during the game. I mean, like you said, Baylor opened up, they got the first basket, and then that was it. <laughs> Kansas just dominated yeah. <laughs> the entire rest of the game. You know, so it was it wasn't a lot of fun, but it was those games 
happen. They happened to Kansas the week before at home against Kentucky. Right. Um, right. You know, you just do your best to keep them from happening again. And I think that's, you know, Coach Drew's been doing it long enough to be on both ends of those kinds of games. He knows how to respond and get the team ready for the next game. So I'm not really worried about that. Exactly. Yep, yep. And that'll be, uh, again, Wednesday night on the road at Kansas State. New poll is out for the week. Baylor drops to number 10. They were eighth a week ago. Um, I was, to be honest, surprised that they didn't drop further. Um, uh, and I think that shows a lot of respect for Baylor and a lot of sh- respect for the Big 12, that Baylor only dropped two spots to number 10. Uh, Baylor and Kansas basically flipped spots. Kansas was 10th. They move up to number 8. Uh, Texas Tech up five spots this week. They are number nine. So the Big 12 has the eighth, ninth, and tenth ranked teams in the nation, three in the top ten. Texas up three spots to number 20. Iowa State falls out of the top 25. They would be 28th. Uh, according to the votes, the number of votes that they got this week. Auburn remains number one, Gonzaga two, uh, Purdue up to three, Arizona four, Kentucky five, Houston is six, Duke seven, then as I said, Kansas eight, Tech nine, and Baylor ten. Uh, The big drop by UCLA, lost to Arizona last week and then lost to Arizona State. They dropped from third all the way to 12th in the uh, national poll this week. Uh, there is a game tonight, Big Monday, on ESPN, 8 o'clock tonight. It is 8th-ranked Kansas at number 20, Texas, 8 o'clock this evening on ESPN Television. Let's talk about that and the uh, Big 12 in general and Baylor specifically with ESPN's King McClure. We'll have that after a break. Glad you're with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. The Bears back on the road this Wednesday, headed to Manhattan to take on Kansas State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long. Here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com Baylor sports beat 
Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one for reliability in the under 100 horsepower category, they're designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now, put zero down and get 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100. Now through February 28th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Dolphins have agreed to a deal with San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel to make him the next head coach. That means Kellen Moore is likely to stay in Dallas. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara was arrested on a battery charge on Sunday in Las Vegas after being accused of injuring someone at a nightclub on the eve of the Pro Bowl, according to Las Vegas police. Temple Jr. linebacker Torian York has committed to Baylor. Baylor women get the sweep over Texas, beating the Horns 63-55 in Austin yesterday. The Bears will have three games in a row at the Farrell Center starting Wednesday night with Kansas State. UMHB men's and women's basketball both get a win over UT Dallas yesterday and have a quick turnaround with both back in action today at Letourneau University. Women tip at four, followed by the crew at six. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Deal by Mitchell Paul on the inbound and he banks it in. Welcome home, Mitchell Paul. That bucket and those are the final points of the day. But a disappointing performance today by the Bears. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. An outstanding performance by Kansas on their home floor. Kansas wins over Baylor big. 83-59, the final score. Yeah, John, coming in, Bears knew that they couldn't allow Kansas to get in transition. They got there, and they got there quick and uh, ran up a score and a deficit that the Bears could just never recover from. Added to that, uh, uh, just the inability to score when Flagler, Akinjo, and Bonner go scoreless as they did in the first half. That is such a deep hole to come out of. Bears just couldn't do it. Now. Back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to welcome in now former Baylor standout, now big-time ESPN broadcaster, Sirius Satellite Radio uh, host and uh, college basketball aficionado, King McClure joins us now. King, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on with us. Of course. Appreciate you having me, J-Mo. Anything for you, man. 
<laughs> That's very kind. I appreciate it. We got. To, I, I kind of, you know, we we. Uh, I really need your perspective here. Is is one of the things that made me think about you being on today. Uh, you've played in Allen Fieldhouse. You know how tough yeah. that is. Uh, and Baylor, you know, kind of had their hat handed to them Saturday. Just tell everybody what that experience is like going in there as a visiting team. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of intimidating when you first think about it. So when you come up to the arena. Uh, you literally are pulling up and you're seeing thousands of fans um, lining, line, lined up, like already. As soon as you pull out to the arena, we get to the gym about two, about two hours before tip. So it's already thousands of people lining up to the arena. So then you finally get there, you get inside, you put the clothes on, then they let everybody in. So when you walk into the gym, there's thousands of students in the student section already going crazy, screaming your name trying to make, tell you how much you suck, all of that. So then you get in there, it's tip-off time, and the arena is just rocking. It's going crazy. It's super loud. Um, it's Honestly, the, that's probably the best uh, venue, best arena I've, I've ever played in. It's super loud. You cannot hear yourself think, cannot hear yourself talk. My freshman year, it was the year they had Wayne Selden, Terry Ellis. Um, I forgot who was on that team. They were really they were loaded. They were like top five in the country. My freshman year, we go in there. Uh, I came in with around 15 minutes to go in the first half. We were down by 20 already. And that place was absolutely rocking. I'm talking about it was so bad, I didn't want to be out there. I literally told Coach, like, get me out the game right now. Like, I don't want to be out here. It was nerve-wracking. Everything was bad. Uh, just about that, that experience. But um, it's a crazy place to be. And that's not a place you can go into. And get a early, uh, get get behind early, because it's extremely hard to get out of that hole. Yeah, that's a good description. I mean, it comes from great perspective that you have playing in there. But the other side of that is the coaches prepare you well, right? I mean, don't you? Didn't you always feel prepared going in there, kind of knowing what you were going to be in for, and the game plan always prepared. But uh, you know, the, then the, then the challenge becomes just blocking out the crowd and blocking out that noise. Yeah, 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 for sure. The coach did a great job of preparing us. Um, I guess the the whole like two days before, they uh, coach coach Drew puts like a crowd noise on, basically like a a tape player puts on a big speaker and just blasts the like fans cheering as loud as he possibly can to kind of simulate it. Um, and what he's simulating is the fact that you really can't hear each other while you're on the court, so you have to use extra hand signals. You have to. Uh, rely relay like relay the plays through hand signals and hand motions because you cannot physically hear your teammate calling the play out um so yeah they, they do a great job preparing us but the biggest thing is just the nerves i mean you're playing in front of eighteen thousand, and something like you really never never experienced before and then the other biggest thing is i mean we all know when you're playing at kansas the refs i mean i'm not saying that they 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 uh they cheat but they let a lot of things go especially for uh, in, in the favor of KU. Um, so that's a fact, too. you got to put that into perspective that you're planning against the refs as well. Yeah, and that's that's a good point, and that's another way the coaches prepare you. I mean, I heard Coach Drew and Coach Jacobs, all of them say on Saturday, you're not going to get a call. You're going to get hit. You're not going to get a call, and and you just know that, right? You just know that going in. Yeah, no, you, you definitely know that. I mean, I – I've been saying this for the longest, I'm, and I think I'm going to, like, either put together a, a, a tape of 
called under three minutes that have not gone, uh, that have not been called that should have been called. Um, because, I, like, for instance, the one that comes to mind that is absolutely mind-blowing is the one where Speedy, I don't know who they were playing, but Speedy hits a game-winning layup and takes one dribble from the half-court line and takes ten steps in between. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you serious? Right. Like, what are we doing here? Like, anybody with a common eye can't see that that was a travel. And they just absolutely let it go. And, like, there's so many more plays that, that – like, things like that happen like that in Lawrence all the time. Um, but, yeah, they do a great job. In practice, you're literally not getting any foul calls. So don't even look at the refs because um, you got to play through everything. But coaches do a great job preparing us. King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, television, college basketball analyst. All that aside, KU played played great Saturday, didn't they? They did. I mean, KU is starting to really come into its own. Uh, I think they're really starting to embrace who they are. Uh, they're starting to, like, everybody's trying to figure out their roles. Remy, Remy Martin isn't the same. Remy Martin, who we saw at Arizona State. With that being said, they're not trying to force the, they're not trying to play him and force it. Uh, they're letting DeWan Harris rock out at the point guard and be that guy for them to not necessarily be a scorer, but be a distributor because you have so many other scorers around them. Uh, David McCormick is starting to step up and, and really come into his own as well. Because uh, when he plays well, they really go. And same with Jalen Wilson. Uh, Daniel Wilson is a, is a very talented young man. He uh, comes from the Dallas area, and he can really play. He put his name in the draft, but came back. But he's talented. A six, a six eight can do a lot of things for them. Um, and you know, Ochai is probably National Player of the Year, and Christian Brown too. So they're really starting to like figure things out. They're, they're looking good defensively. They haven't been the same Kansas defense, but they're not bad. They're still a good defense. Uh, but I think they don't have the same level of rim protection that you normally see from a Kansas defense so I think that kind of that hurts them at times uh but they're still really good and I think they're right now they might be the best team in the big 12. Yeah and they're leading the lead by two games now with the with uh, Baylor's loss or the win over Baylor on Saturday so we're right at the midpoint of the conference schedule and KU is up uh two on the the entire field uh do you think right now if you took a vote right now is Ochai the uh, big 12 player of the year? Yeah, Ochai Abadi is a big 12 player of the year. I mean, I, I, I would have thrown James Akinjo in there, uh, but James yeah. Akinjo has been hurt, uh, and he, he hasn't really been himself due to the injury. So, uh, And Baylor has been hurt, too, and they've kind of lost a few games. Um, but Ochai is like the clear-cut the clear, clear cut favorite right now. King, what's that like uh, going through, you know, the schedule that Baylor has, which is tough – Kansas State's coming up next, but you're not exactly sure, you know, who's going to be available. You know, L.J. Cryer has yeah. been out. He's missed three games, five total. And, you know, not just on game day, these guys not being available, but the practices leading up to those games, the uncertainty, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's super tough. Um, I kind of talked about this on air uh, on Saturday, and the biggest thing was um, when you do not have that same level of consistency, it kind of hurts your chemistry um, because, like you said, you can't practice with the players. You can't play in games with them. So the chemistry and the camaraderie uh, at times can be really hurt uh, because a lot of times basketball, you feed off of each other. You feed off one another. And it's, uh, you know, if I know what you're going to do, like when I'm playing with Jared Butler, if I know what Jared Butler is going to do, I know normally he's going to drive this when I, kick, when I kick it to him. I know where to be. I know where to expect the basketball. Um, but if you don't get that same level of repetition, then you really don't know. Like, Dale Bonner is stepping into a role where 
he hasn't played that much. So, I mean, you you practice with him, but he's probably he was probably on the scout team earlier this year. So you really don't know the guy that well other than, like, during the offseason. But you really haven't been able to fully understand his game or, like, learn his game. And you can tell, like, the more he plays, the more comfortable he's getting. Um, but at first it's kind of rough because you don't know what you're going to get out of him. You don't know his tendencies. You just don't know how he really plays. So you got to figure that out because you're used to LJ Cry being that guy for you. But now it's Dale Bonner, so you're having to adjust. So it's very tough not knowing who's going to be on the court with you and um, having to adjust to their play style—that's a tough thing to do. King, here's a question for you. Uh, put on your ESPN analyst hat. Baylor is uh, 19 and four right now, seven and three, tied for second in the Big 12 standings. But coming off the national championship and the four starters that we lost from last year, is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be, or are they better? than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, they can guard. They can switch. Even their bids can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the, key, the, 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 the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guards, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard positions. And we see that uh, being a problem. I mean, when you lose Langston Love, now you're down uh, to, to, to three guards. Um, and then you lose – well, down to four guards. Then you lose LJ Cryer. Now you're down to three guards. Um, and then you're battling injuries between Flag and Akinjo. So now you're really playing with one healthy guard, honestly. So I think that was my biggest concern. So right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like, things happen in the season. You know, the biggest thing we were concerned about was COVID. But instead of COVID, now it's injury um, for the Baylor squad. So I knew they would be good. Did I think that they were going to be as good as they were when they were fully healthy? No. I thought they'd be top 10, top 5, but I didn't think they would be, like, number one in the country. But when they're healthy, they, they clearly are they're the clear-cut favorites, in my, in my opinion. Uh, but now, I, I really can't, can't speak to what they've done as far as the games they've lost because they're injured. So, like, anybody, any team that goes through this injury battle, um, they're going to lose games, especially when you're losing key players and potential All-American type of players. You're going to go through that stretch. You're going to lose ball games. Um, so, honestly, any team could be going through it, but Baylor's just unlucky right now. This is unfortunate. Yeah, that's really good analysis. I, I think you're right, and Baylor is undefeated when they're healthy, you know, completely healthy. Uh, on the season, and they played like the number one team in the nation in stretches. Yeah. What do you think about tonight? Uh, Kansas at Texas tonight in Austin. I'd forgotten until you guys said it this morning. Uh, Texas swept the Jayhawks last year. Yeah, I mean, listen here. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm taking. I'm taking Texas tonight. Uh, oh, all right. Even, yeah, I'm taking Texas tonight because I think that Texas is, is starting to figure it out, and I, and I kind of like that what I'm seeing out of Texas right now. Because at the beginning, they had so much talent, but couldn't couldn't get it to jail. Because when you take guys from teams who normally don't win, um, it's kind of different. Like, you look at Texas Tech, a lot of their transfers came from winning programs. No matter what level it was, no matter what level it was, no matter what division it was, they were winning programs. So it makes a difference because they know how to win. They've won before. So when you take guys from programs who have been the best player but technically haven't won, it takes a minute to really get them to – Learn the things to do in order to um, win ball games. But Chris Beard is the type of coach where, you know, 
he's going to get you to win games. He's going to help you win games. Um, he's going to get you there. So that's what he's doing right now. He's getting this team to where they're winning ball games. Um, the the game against Texas Tech, everybody knew they were. They just weren't going to win that. I mean, Texas Tech was too fired up. The crowd was too crazy. You had your backs against the wall, literally. There was no way you're going to win that. Um, however, I do think that the, uh, the, the, the game against who did they play last? They played somebody, and they uh, – I forgot who the last game was against, but it was really impressive. Uh, it was really impressive. Iowa right? State? I Was it Iowa State? Oh, yeah, yeah, Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State, yeah. yeah. They absolutely dominated Iowa State, especially in the second half, because their defense has always been there this year. Their offense has just struggled. So I'm taking Texas tonight at the, at the Irwin Center. Um, I'm taking Texas. I think Texas is going to come out there and have a great performance. I think that, that, that arena is going to be packed. Uh, Chris Beer has done a great job of getting the fans involved. Um, so I think that arena is going to be loud. It's going to be packed, and I think Texas is going to win. All right, nice. We got that on tape now. Uh, appreciate that, <laughs> and we're going to tune in tonight and uh, and see how that one plays out. Hey, how do you, how do you like what you're doing? How do you like the TV work and then the uh, satellite radio work you're doing? Yeah, I love it. I mean, it took me a while to fully adjust, and I think uh, the biggest thing is just continuously getting better. Um, like even like I take the same principles that I learned from when I was a basketball player, just because I was hard work and really just trying to like learn how to be the best. And I apply them uh, when I'm doing this, when I'm doing TV. I think that ESPN has, uh, has entrusted me uh, to be like, you know, I'm only 25. And, like, the guys I'm on set with are, like, 46 and, like, 38. <laughs> I mean, they're just older than me. Right. For them, to, for them to even, like, let me be on the same set with those guys. Um, and I, I don't take that lightly. And I look at it as a blessing, honestly, uh, because I, I don't think it's ever been done before, especially somebody my age. So, it's a blessing, and I don't take it lightly. I think that uh, God has his, his plan for my life, and he's orchestrated something that I think is going to be really good for me in the future. And uh, he took basketball away from me, but he gave me this. Like, when one door closes, another one opens. And I think that, that that's what's happening. That's what you're seeing right now. Um, so, honestly, I'm just doing what I got to do, and, and I was just taking one day at a time and really just living out a dream and, and, and a blessing. Man, you're doing great. You really are, and, and know how proud we are for you and proud of you and the way you represent Baylor, and, you know, you're just uh, you're just doing so well. So really proud for you, and appreciate you being on with us this afternoon. Uh, we'll talk to you and see you down the road. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me anytime, j All right, bud. Thanks very much. King McClure, former Baylor standout, now uh, really making some great inroads with ESPN. He's in the studio. He's doing games. And, Aaron, I tell you, you know, doing games is one thing, and King has the basketball background, you know, I think, to do that. But when you're in the studio, there is no way I could do that job. I mean, and he does well there because in the studio you're covering not just, you know, that game, like one game when you're doing color. you got to be up on every league, on every team, and you've got to, you know, speak, you know, articulately and knowledgeably about every game and every highlight that pops up. And King is doing so much better at that, too. That's a hard job, being in the studio. It really is. You know, the, like you were ta- saying, you couldn't do it. Like, you could do it if it was Big 12. But once they start right. talking maybe. about. Yeah, yeah maybe. Well, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, but you start talking about, you know, games in the SEC that don't involve exactly. maybe Kentucky or Alabama because they played Baylor. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. <laughs> uh, what is uh, Gonzaga's conference? I, can't, I can never remember. 
Yeah, West Coast Conference. West Coast Conference. I mean, you know, when yeah. you really have to get into the West Coast Conference outside of Gonzaga, yeah. you got to know your stuff, things like that. And, yeah, so, yeah, it really is a difficult job to keep up with college basketball nationwide. It's probably the most difficult, if you want to know the truth, because there's so many teams. I, I think so, too. Yeah, that's right. You know what, 350-plus teams in college basketball. So, you know, the, the main ones, uh, you know, the main conferences, the top teams are the ones you're going to talk about most. But you never know on any given night, you know, some other team and, you know, a uh, player may have a great game, and you got to be uh, knowledgeable about them. So, that's a tough job, and King is doing so well at that. So uh, I'm, I'm just so proud of him and what he's doing, like he said, at the age of 25, and that's really, really fun to see. All right, appreciate King uh, McClure being on with us. Appreciate him very much. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will look ahead. We'll give you some birthdays. We'll wrap up the 3 o'clock hour. We're glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are closed today, now closed on Mondays, but the trade-off there is open beginning for breakfast uh, on Tuesdays and all three meals on Tuesdays. Remember, uh, plenty of Valentine events on the horizon at the Baylor Club. Check it out on their website, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com, or you can always give them a call to ask about reservations, if you have membership questions, if you uh, want to reserve a room, you know, for a private party, a birthday party, uh, something like that, uh, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. That's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says... I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM. 
and 100.9 FM. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Back with us, John Morris Show, final segment on this Monday afternoon. Appreciate King McClure being on with us. If you missed, uh, maybe caught that in the middle or just hearing us talk about it now or want to share it with someone, uh, Aaron has that up on the web or will at the end of the show at uh, SyntexSportsFan.com. He has that interview up on social media already, so you can share that easily. Uh, it is at 1660 ESPN. That's where you can find that interview this show every local show game time from uh weekday mornings with tom and ward and garrett so all of that uh available on uh, social media at 1660 espn or on the website at syntexsportsfan.com all right um final segment here want to wrap things up hand things off to matt mosley coming in top of the hour aaron what do you guys have uh coming up between four and six this afternoon Coming up right at the first of the show at 4 o'clock, we'll talk with former Baylor baseball All-American and Colorado Rockies pitcher Jason Jennings. We'll also uh, hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin, her postgame after the second victory over the University of Texas yesterday, plus uh, Campus Confidential. We'll talk about the men and their uh, game against Kansas Saturday and a lot of other stuff. All right, very good. So that's coming up between 4 and 6. Keep it right here for the Matt Mosley Show. Coming up next on ESPN Central Texas. And a reminder, Tom Barfield, Ward White's Garrett Ross, weekday mornings 10 to, I'm sorry, 7 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom may wish it started at 10 a.m. sometimes, but uh, 7 to 9 a.m. So start your day with those guys right here. Jerry Hill was on this morning. Always great to hear Jerry and his thoughts um, from the Baylor Insider. And uh, that is weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention some birthdays uh, for you. And uh, actually going back um, over the last couple of days, uh, 
uh, uh, Saturday, February 5th, Curtis Gerald's birthday, uh, member of the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, uh, great player here at Baylor, Curtis Gerald's, happy birthday to him. Yesterday, uh, Cal Tui's birthday, former Baylor baseball standout, Tom Hill's birthday was yesterday as well, the late Mickey Sullivan, his birthday uh, was yesterday, and my sister, Karen McElmurray, her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to uh, her and all those folks coming over the weekend. And today, it's a good list. Robbie Quiroga's birthday is today, former Baylor uh, track standout and football receiver. Happy birthday to Robbie. John Heitke's birthday is today. John uh, did great things uh, with uh, when it was uh, Fox Sports Southwest uh, and a great guy. So happy birthday to John Heitke. Uh, Larry Hargett, one-time Baylor basketball assistant coach, uh, it's Larry's birthday today. It's Dr. Robert Sloan's birthday today, former president of Baylor University. Happy birthday to Dr. Sloan down in Houston. And Maxie Parrish's birthday today as well. Maxie, uh, professor on campus, formerly with Baylor uh, Media Relations, uh, Sports Information. Uh, Maxie's birthday is today as well. So happy birthday to those folks. Let me look at one other list. Uh, yep, that's all I've got. Aaron, anybody to add to that birthday list today? Do have a few today. Actor James Spader turns 62, uh, currently s- starring in The Blacklist, but also uh, pretty much every 80s movie. Singer um, <laughs> Garth Brooks turns 60 today. Comedian Chris Rock turns 57, and Ashton Kutcher turns 44 so a few made the list today very good all right happy birthday to those folks and if we missed you i do apologize uh good birthday list today all right enjoy the sunshine really nice weather uh not hardly any wind whatsoever and uh bright blue sky aaron i'm looking out my window i don't see a cloud in the sky (laughs) so really nice uh low 50s temperature today so Really, really nice out there. Take advantage of that, especially uh, appreciated after the uh, ice that we had the end of last week. We're going to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Uh, Thanks to King McClure, who was on with us. Again, if you missed any or all of that, Aaron has it up on the website at SyntexSportsFan.com and on social media at 1660 ESPN. Uh, Big Monday tonight, 8 o'clock, ESPN Television, Kansas at Texas, 8 o'clock tonight, uh, and and Aaron King was pretty strong. He was bold with that prediction, wasn't he, of Texas winning at home tonight. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that, but we'll see. I mean, I, I will defer to his knowledge. <laughs> he <laughs> obviously has a lot more basketball knowledge than I do, so we'll see. I mean, Texas is good, I, and, the, and playing at home, uh, it's going to be – it's always tough to go in there and beat them, so we'll see. Yeah, and and Texas just getting better and better. You know, they're just starting to mesh more and more. New coach, a lot of new players on that team, but a lot of older guys. And Marcus Carr is coming along. Baylor hadn't played Texas even once yet, so we do have them coming into the Farrell Center this Saturday, uh, first meeting of the year between Baylor and Texas. But uh, they are getting better and better. So. I'm going to remember King's prediction as uh, as I watch that game tonight, and then we can talk about it tomorrow. So, Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. I will see you in the studio tomorrow uh, between 3 and 4, and then we'll fly out to the Little Apple uh, later tomorrow afternoon. Thanks again to King McClure. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
Now, good coaching, right? <laughs>